You are listening to the South Tacoma Assembly of God Sunday Morning Service Podcast. We pray that the Word of God in this message will cause you to grow and that you will be strengthened as you walk out the unique purpose that God has placed inside of you. Again, welcome, and I am so thankful for the Word on today. But before we go into the Word, I want you to know that the mission of our church at South Tacoma is to transform lives after we have reached them. Oh, my goodness. Transform their lives through the love of Jesus Christ. And I pray right now that we're reaching you over the airways. We are reaching you. We're providing you with the words that would encourage, words that would, would bring love, words that would bring life-changing actions in your life right now. But I also thank God for our model because our model is connect, grow, serve, and celebrate. And we want to connect with you today. We want to bring understanding that we're here to serve you. We want to also say that, listen to me, we're celebrating today. We're celebrating because of what this, this weekend represents. But I know, even during this time of COVID, that we're, we'll have an opportunity where, where, where we're in the park and we're doing all those things. I pray to God that you will not allow this to damper your spirit, but you will go and do what is necessary for you to honor and celebrate the fallen. You see, this this thing that we are trying to push through is not going to always be. But let us join together. Let us fight the good fight of faith. Let us create in our own right the ability to get beyond this even in the midst of it. Oh, I love that. Listen, we're going to talk in the book of Timothy, both first and second Timothy, but we're going to start with second Timothy, the second chapter. We're going to start with verse 1, and verse 1 says, Timothy, my dear son, and Paul is talking to his son in the Lord. He said, be strong through the, the grace that God gives you in Christ Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Grace that God, be strong in it. The grace that Christ oh, has now provided us through God. Listen, there's something about understanding that in itself, because there's something about strength. There's something about being strong. There's something about understanding that you can be strong in the midst of a time of weakness. In verse 2, it says, You have heard me teach things that have been confirmed by many reliable witnesses. And I'm reading out a New Living Translation. Um, it says, Now teach these truths to others trustworthily. People who will be able to pass them on to others. Now, I just want to say that, that you have heard, now it's time to teach. And when you have heard something, listen to me, you have to understand what is it that you've heard so that if you, if, if teaching is in order. In other words, Paul here is talking to Timothy and he's putting things in perspective according to how, listen, there are things that you're going to hear that you can't keep it to yourself. You can't eternalize it, but you have to really speak it or you have, you have to really understand that somebody is waiting on what you have. So teach it <laughs> because you've heard it. Amen. In Galatians 6, 3, and, and just to, 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 to bring some better understanding, in Galatians 6, verses 3, it says, If you think you are too important to help someone, you are only fooling yourself. 
You are not that important. Now, it's talking about how if you think you can't teach or you can't give something or help someone or, or, or bear something of a burden for someone else, listen to me. You better, you better rethink your thinking. God has created opportunities for us to eat, each help each other in those time of crisis, in those time of, of, of really understanding how important it is to help one another. He says, pay careful attention to your own work, for then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done. I can't wait to get to heaven where because of what God has given me, I've given back. I can't wait to get to heaven where he says, <laughs> enter in. <laughs> well done, that good and faithful servant. In other words, I'm not going to sit on the word. I'm not going to allow the word to, 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 to really be inundated in my life and not use it to bring, oh my goodness, healing, bring understanding to what those that are, are, are in desperate need of. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that as the message continues. But I want to really bring understanding that there's a satisfaction to the of, of job well done. And you don't need this man. You won't need to compare yourself to anyone else. Look at verse 5. Verse 5 says, for we are each responsible for our own conduct. Yeah. You see, I believe this. A godly conduct will always reap a harvest of blessing. Let me say that again. A godly conduct will always reap a harvest of blessing. Now, hold on to that. In verse 6, it says, those who are taught the word of God should approve, should provide, amen, provide for their teachers sharing good things with them. Now, listen to me. There's no place for selfish, for selfishness in the kingdom of God. Only selflessness or self-sacrifice. Now, I'm going, I want to really bring some understanding that, listen to me, this message is going to be geared around how you can help someone else. But let me tell you something. I want to also put emphasis on we're in a fight. But we need to be in a good fight. I said we need to be in a good fight, not just any old fight, but a good fight. You see, I've been in a lot of fights in my lifetime. Amen. I thank God that, 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 that I've learned, not, learned that the physical fight is not the most important fight. Because, listen, I've won, I've won some physical fights and I, I've had to revert to biting in others. But let me tell you something. Oh, yeah, biting does work. Listen, but I want you to understand what works the most is the spiritual aspect of your life. And I'm going to talk to you on, on that. But I, let me, let me, let me, I, I was, because this is, is, is a celebrating, this is celebrating a, a, a time where we're honoring and, and remembering those. I was, was looking in my, in, 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 in my study time, I was putting some things together, and I, 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 was, I ran across the Medal of Honor uh, recipients, and I, I, I went, did some research, and I, I saw that the Medal of Honor uh, was created during the Civil War. And, of course, we all know that it is the, it is the highest uh, military decoration for acts of, of valor. Now, I was also... Was, was looking at it, and I saw that there have been over 3,525 recipients 
Amen. Or three hundred and three three thousand five hundred twenty-five self-sacrifice personnel. <laughs> that really <laughs> created an opportunity for me to be right where I'm at. And I just I think about that. I think about that self-sacrifice that took place. I mean, some heroic act of valor. And I, and, and, and I was, I was, as I was continuing to look, I mean, uh, uh, something spurred me to, to find out what was the youngest, what was the youngest uh, um, Medal of Honor recipient. And I, as I was looking at that, I began to really, really think about even my own life and what, how God spared my life. He, from a young man, from, 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 I mean, I tell you, he, he had his hedge of protection, his wall of fire, as we would say, around us, and I, around me. And I, and I was looking at this, and, and the youngest Medal of Honor recipient was awarded to 11-year-old, 11-year-old, and it was granted when he was 13. Now, I was saying, my goodness, wait a minute, that can't, and, and I said, what, what, I mean, 11-year-old, what, what kind of heroic acts could this? And then I, 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 as I was looking at it, his name was Willie Johnston. And Willie Johnston, in, I mean, he enlisted in the, in the Union Army alongside his father, serving as a drummer boy with the 3rd Vermont Infantry during the Civil War. I mean, he was born in New York, but I was, I, I was like, I mean, I, no doubt, someone would say, that's foolish. Shame on his father for having an 11-year-old. But I say, my goodness, I, mean, I don't condone it, but I, what a father who was teaching his son at a young age to be a fighter. It's the best I can come up with. Again, I wouldn't want my 11-year-old on the battlefield, but if they, if, if, they, if, if, see, I don't know all the ins and outs. I didn't go into that because it probably would have changed my whole message today. But I didn't go into all that. So if you go, just look up Willie, Willie Johnson and you'll get the whole story. But before you really talk the dog about this father of Willie Johnson, know the whole ramification because listen as I was thinking about it and I was saying God what kind of thing but I, I, I just say think and I said to God God said to me what 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 what, what have you been praying and you see I've been thinking about this I've been praying for the 11 year old children fighting for their life because school was their only break from the abusive father and now they can't even go to school and get that break and I think about that child fighting, amen, fighting for, oh, my goodness, even a break. So I can't, I mean, I had to think about it, and I just began to pray and thank God for everyone, even the 11-year-old recipient. <laughs> you see, when you think about self-sacrifice, when you think about selflessness, you're not thinking about self-centeredness. You're not thinking about those things because, please listen to me. Selflessness is not for whiners. It's not for folks that are arrogant, egotistical, or, or jealous. Amen? But it's for the unselfish and the generous giver. And I believe every believer should have that. <laughs> every believer should be just that, selfless, generous, <laughs> givers. Amen? Having mercy. 
You see, as believers, we're in this fight together for life. And we need to understand what that fight represents. What that fight, listen, that 11-year-old was right next to his father, and he probably was, didn't even know the, the, the whole magnitude of what's going on, but because he was with his father. Sometimes we need to really get our minds off of the situation and begin to focus on we're together. We, I mean, at least we are here together. Oh, amen. Let me get back to the word. Listen, verse 3 of 2 Timothy 2. It says, endure suffering along with me, amen, as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. What is a soldier? I think about this. What is a soldier but a fighter, a warrior, someone that is willing to pay the price for a fellow comrade? Listen, I want to talk to you really and bring understanding about a good fight. You don't want to fight just to be fighting. But you want to be a, 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 in the midst of a, a bout or a battle that a good fight is a worthy fight. And I believe fighting is, is, is something that we all do regardless whether it's physical or whether it's spiritual. We all, and see, listen to me. When you're fighting, you got to fight according to what you know. Amen. And Paul said to Timothy, you have heard me teach things that have been confirmed by many reliable witnesses. Now teach these truths to others, trustworthy people who will be able to pass them on to others. In other words, he said, not only have you received, but it's now time for you to teach or time for you to train. You see, a good soldier is not only a fighter, but one that trains. Amen. You can't train to fight. <laughs> If you don't learn how to listen. <laughs> Amen. In other words, you have to be able to hear what you are being trained on. You see, trained to fight. And you fight from where you train. In other words, when you train for a fight, amen, even in a boxer, when he trains for a fight, if he gets out there in the ring and he begins to, to fight the bout, listen to me, his corner is not silent. His corner is assisting him because he's the trainer. And watch this, when he's not doing what he was taught in the training, watch this, he needs a reminder. So his corner says, hey, jab, back off. I mean, he, he's teaching him. Oh, even while he, oh my goodness, he's in the bout because training is never in. It, it never ends. Training is ongoing. Amen. Oh my goodness. You see, when you think about it from a spiritual standpoint, Bible reading, prayer, fasting, word application is all about training. And Paul here was receiving from, 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 from God what to provide for Timothy. Amen. And because of that, he was putting things in perspective according to what he was going to encounter. Listen to me. I want you to hear me. We, when we don't train, we are defeated before we reach the battlefield. <laughs> Say a good fight. At least you want a good fight, even if you, if you have the, had the potential of losing. At least you want to say, I fought well. When you say, I fought well, I trained well, <laughs> come somewhere in, in the midst of that. 
Because when you train well, you don't mind losing to a better opponent because you train to, oh my goodness, you train well. Listen to me, with God, if you train well, you will never lose a bout. Okay, all right. <laughs> Amen? Listen to me. <laughs> you might slip, you might fall, but you get back up, you'll never lose a bout. Amen? Because my Bible says, be victory. Is mine because God fought the battle. I'm just a part of it. Are you with me? Look at verse 4. Soldiers don't get tied up. Now, he's talking to, to, to Timothy in this regard. He says, soldiers don't get tied up in the affairs of the civilian life. For then, for then they cannot please oh, the officer enlisted them. Just listen to me. Sometimes we fight, and we don't know why we're fighting. We're just fighting because everybody else is fighting. That's not a good fight. Fight. <laughs> a good fight is a fight that's full of purpose, <laughs> intentional. It's full of understanding what the result is going to be, but most of all, what is the harvest that comes as a result of the fight. It's just like standing. When you stand strong, when you st stand tested, when you, when, you, when you stand aligned, listen to me, you, you are looking for an outcome because you are applying all the principles, you're applying all the teachings, you're applying the things that's going to matter because the outcome is going to be good regardless of what things look like. Are you with me? You see, sometimes the fight creates an awareness of the upcoming battle. Sometimes we're looking to win in the fight, but sometimes the fight just, just really, really giving us a heads up that something comes. You see, when you struggle to read your Bible, look out, something is coming, and the enemy doesn't want you to prepare yourself. He wants to distract you so that it'll hit you head on. Listen, how many of you ever been in a, in a conversation? I mean, I can't say that because I know some of you are not fighters. But I've been in conversations where I let my guard down and I got sucker punched. Are you with me? I said I got sucker punched. I'm sitting there. Uh, this person, I mean, had every intention to knock me out. But here, I, I'm, I'm talking a good talk. So I thought. To get sucker punched, let me tell you something. To get sucker punched, you're going to need some time to regain your footing. You're going to need something. You don't know what that's going to look like. Watch this. Why get sucker punched when you can prepare yourself so that that never will happen? Think about this. There are physical battles and there are spiritual battles. But the spiritual battles are the battles we need not only to fight but to win. Because when you win a spiritual battle, it, oh, it creates stronger faith. Are you with me? In other words, if the enemy tempts you with something, amen, and you defeat the temptation, watch this, you're going to be stronger the next time. But it doesn't mean he's not going to test you again. It's about the stand. Remember, the stand will always be tested. But let me tell you something. You'll be in a better position because of the win. If you lost, if you don't gain your footing because you lost, you become defeated. You lose your self-esteem. You lose all those things that matter the most when it comes down to winning. Paul was encouraging Timothy. 
<laughs> Listen, a good fight. Fight a good fight. Fight, Timothy. Oh, my goodness. You and I, we need to fight. We need to fight through this coronavirus. We need to, this COVID-19 is not the end of all. There have been a number. We, we're, we're approaching 100,000 that we've lost according to, <laughs> amen. But listen to me. That's not nearly. Think about this. That's not nearly what God. Think about this. What God has in store for what we're going to do for those that yet live. Now let me say this. I, 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 listen, I am so, I've been praying and believing God for those that have lost their life. Amen. I've been believing, oh my goodness, for them because, watch this, it's, it's good to, but when they their life is no longer, watch this, it's those that have been affected by the loss of their lives. And I've been praying for all those that have lost loved ones in this. I've been praying that this, this is not the end of all, but this is the beginning. This is something that in, during the grieving process, that not only will they fight to not allow anything else to happen to, the, to those that are here, but the fight for what now represents life for them. My goodness, you, I, I, was, I, was, I was reading an article where, 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 where this doctor that was on the front line, my goodness, he was, he, I mean, he was retiring. When the COVID broke out, he, I mean, oh my goodness, what a tragedy. He was getting ready to retire. I mean, matter of fact, he, he even says to one of, one of the, the nurses, he says, because he was a pulmonologist, he said, Today I was going to retire. My goodness. But he suited up and he went to battle. He fought and he saved lives only, on, only to, to, to lose his own life on April the 27th. My goodness. Selfless. Self-sacrifice. He could have retired and been with his children. He could have said no more to this. But he gave up the ultimate sacrifice. I just began to weep and I began to pray for those that not only his life was affected, that they won't allow his legacy to ever die, but that it would continue to be. And that his children, who was looking forward to him retiring, oh my goodness, will not be angry, but they will, oh, celebrate his life. Oh, amen. There's something about understanding who you are in Christ and understanding the fight that has been given to you, the given, like it was given to Timothy. Listen, we all have different people in our life according to, oh my goodness, uh, according to our faith. Those that really influences our life. Listen to me. Don't take it for granted and don't deal carelessly with it. Paul says in, in, in 1 Timothy 6, verse 11, he says, But you, Timothy, are a man of God, so run from all these evil things. Before that, Paul was talking about uh, the love of money is the root of all evil. He was, he was just talking about the love of money and all this, and he was talking about all these things, these, these false teachers and all these things. He said, run. <laughs> he says, but in your flee." In your flee, 
he said, pursue. Pursue righteousness and godly life along with faith, love, and perseverance and gentleness. Now, listen to me. A godly life consists of the word of God. And the acts follow. The acts follow. The acts must follow. In, in other words, the application is very important. Listen, you don't train and not use what you train. Amen. It becomes a part of your life. It becomes your lifestyle. Amen. So when you embrace faith, when you embrace love, when you embrace perseverance, when you embrace gentleness, watch this. Those things that you, that I just read off and, and those things that now have become a part of your life becomes a part of the fight. Faith is a fight. Love is a fight. Perseverance. Oh, my goodness. It's a fight. I mean, listen, you have to have willpower for perseverance. You have to have willpower for consistency. You have to have something that, that, that's constantly pr- pushing you. When, I, when we talk about our, our uh, mission is to reach, listen to me, reaching is just not a one-time uh, event. When you have perseverance, when you have, oh, my goodness, when you have consistency, you want to always reach, regardless of what's happening around you. You want to always reach because there's always something to reach for. Good fight. Want a good fight. I say we want a good fight. You see, when you have love, listen to me, when you have love, sometimes you have to love oh, in the midst of a fight when you've been wrong. Amen. Sometimes it's difficult to love when you've been wrong. But you fight through the wrong. <laughs> and you see the good in the midst of the wrong. That's a fight. Amen. I said it's amen. Think about this. I mean, I really want to bring something. One of the things that I, I mean, I, I, I researched my own heart and I researched some of the things. Not a lot of people talk about gentleness. Because there's a fight to be gentle. Especially in this society where everyone's trying to walk over everyone. No one wants to tell the truth. Everybody has another way. Everybody's way is the best way. Let me tell you something. Gentleness will always be the favor of God. I said gentleness will always be the favor of God. You know why? Because it takes gentleness that's birthed out of God, oh my goodness, to supersede anything that happens to you or against you. And you, when you embrace God and you break gentleness, people will know it. They will know it's not something that's ordinary, but it's something that's birthed out of God because it doesn't happen a lot. I mean, people are, are, I've seen some people that are so nice, but they get a, re, a rude reply. I mean, you can't get any better, yes, sir, no, sir. You can't get any better, uh, yes, please, or, and, and, and people snarl and, 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 and are ugly. It doesn't, I mean, all it represents is something happening on the inside of them that they haven't addressed. So watch this. 
you might be the only deliverance that they will ever see. So even when folks are ugly, continue to be gentle because love overcomes a multitude of sins. Let's move on. Verse 12 says, fight the good fight for the true faith. Now, fight the good fight for the true faith. Now, what that saying is, is you're putting things in perspective according to what it is that you are fighting for. Amen? When you have a good fight, you're fighting for something that is true. <laughs> Jesus said, I'm the way to truth and life. In other words, you're fighting for something that is going to not only create a harvest, but it's going to bring forth what is necessary to meet the need. So fight, some, fight for something that is going to, to <laughs> be provisioned when it's all said and done. He said, hold tight to the eternal life to which God has called you. We've been called to uh, an eternal life. We've been called to. The Bible says if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. All things are passed away. And behold, all things become new. Listen to me. The new life is for the eternal life. <laughs> oh, I said the new life is for the et oh, eternal life that we've been called to, which you have declared so well before many witnesses. Now look at, look at verse, um, verse 5. We want to go back to verse 5 in 2 Timothy because I want to, I want to, I'm almost done. I want to bring something that I believe will bless you here. Listen to me because I want you to know something. Sometimes we are looking for God to do the miracles in our life, but we're not even there. We haven't fought enough to get there. Sometimes we are requesting, we are asking God, we are begging and pleading for something, and we're, God, God can't provide it to us because we're not in a position to not only keep, to, to receive it, but to keep it. Sometimes we, if God gave us all of what we want, we'd be in trouble. <laughs> First of all, we lose our relationship because now you get caught up into what he's provided for you more so than the provider himself. But look at verse 5. Look at verse 5. In 2 Timothy, look at verse 5. It says, an athlete cannot win the prize unless they what? Follow the rules. <laughs> Watch this. Sometimes we want blessing, but we don't want to follow the rules or receive the blessing. If you want to know more about God, the rule is read your Bible. Pray. Amen? It's just like the principle. How can you want if you don't give? It says give and it shall be given. So if you don't give, how can you? Amen. Follow the principle. Follow the rule. Amen. An athlete that wants to win is not going to be an athlete that goes go, uh, slouch on the couch. And, uh, 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 an athlete that wants to win is going to play the rule. He's going to be or she's going to be if it's a track and field, they're going to be running their laps. They're going to be, oh, conditioning training. They're going to be in the weight room. They're going to be in those places that are going to build them. A good fight is a fight that you train for. It's a fight that you know you can't just <laughs> waltz in there and win. You've got to put in your time. 
I said, you got to put in your time. Verse 6 says, a hard-working farmer <laughs> should be the first to enjoy the fruit of their labors. Why not? <laughs> Just remember, when you sow, you're going to reap a harvest. But your, oh my goodness, your harvest has, you have to follow the rules with your harvest. And the rule for harvesting is you have to provide for what's going to happen after the harvest. Every harvester has to understand what cost has to be counted. <laughs> Amen. In other words, if you harvest, you got to make sure everyone gets their part to include yourself is what it's saying. If I plant corn, there could be some corn on my table. I guess so. There could be corn that I'm going to sell. But they're all gonna, also going to be corn, amen, that I put in the storehouse. <laughs> amen. If I follow those rules, I will never lack. I don't have time to get into that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to put, because I'm almost done, but I got to put, put this thing together. Look at verse 7. It said, think about what I'm saying. The Lord will help you understand all these things. Always remember that Jesus Christ, a descendant of King David, was risen from the dead. This is the good news I preach. Watch this. Verse 9 says, and because I preach this good news, I am suffering and having been chained like a, oh my goodness, like a criminal. In other words, Paul's saying, I'm doing a good thing, but because other folks don't think <laughs> or can't see it for what it is, they've locked me up. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost done. I don't want to get ahead of myself. So I'm willing to endure anything if it will be, oh, if it will bring salvation and eternal glory into Christ Jesus, in Christ Jesus to those who have been chosen. Let me say this. In closing, a good fight is a fight that's been, 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 been assessed. It's been, oh my goodness, thought out. Amen. Strategized. But most of all, understood. You got to understand a good fight and what it represents. Paul here was talking to Timothy and he was bringing Timothy to to understand, listen to me, listen to me. You are a man of God. And I want you to know, fighting a good fight is following the teachings that I've provided, but also understanding that the teachings are to be, oh my goodness, brought to a place where those teachings are handed off. Give it to someone that's worth <laughs> the teaching itself, but most of all, understand what you are giving as a result of who you become in the word of God will always bring honor and blessings to God. Let me tell you something. If a fight don't bring honor and blessing to God, it's not worth fighting. In other words, you got to know that God's in everything we're doing, but when we're drawing men according to what he's provided, 
then what we're doing is we're exercising the very word of God that's on the inside of us. Now, now not only are we imitating him, not only are we in his likeness and in his image, but now what we're doing is we're bringing fulfillment of the calling and the purpose that he's provided for us. That's when you know you're in the right fight. When you're bringing honor to God. When you're bringing, oh my goodness, the things that are necessary to see others come out of darkness and into his marvelous light. What a mighty God we serve. I said, what a mighty God we serve. You see, the blessings of God, the blessings of God that comes upon, oh my goodness, you and I as a believer are there to first provide for our needs. And when our needs are provided for, our needs are not just to go and, and place us in the corner somewhere and, and, and lounge, but our needs met now brings hope for those because our presentation now becomes the ability to go out and, and, and speak a word, to go out and pray and to go out and, and believe God and walk through something with someone because they're fighting and we're fighting, oh my goodness, on their behalf because we all at one point or another are going to need somebody to fight with or to fight on, oh my goodness, on our behalf. A good fight. I'm believing God that you are fighting a good fight during these days that we are being governed by <laughs> inconvenience. I'm praying that you have allowed these times, oh, to bring strength, to train or retrain or rethink your thinking according to things that have happened before now. I pray that this, be, this is a... This, this is a, 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 a a reevaluation time. This is a a, 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 a restart. Uh, uh. Are y'all with me? I believe that this can be a time where you know, oh, there were things that you couldn't get, catch up with. You couldn't get a handle on it. But now, through this time, oh, don't go back to business as usual. When this thing is over, be stronger. Oh, my goodness. Stand. Be strengthened. Oh, be tested. Be aligned. Oh, be right now, faith. And declare. Oh, my goodness, declare. Oh, we serve an awesome God. Let's pray. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we come. Oh, we come celebrating you, God. Thank you for what you have provided for us, Lord, through your son, Jesus. Lord, I pray, God, as Timothy was admonished at some times, but he's encouraged at others. He was lifted. Lord, all the above, I pray in the name of Jesus that, Lord, you allow us on this morning, this day that you've made for us, to, Lord, receive what is necessary for us to stand strong. Oh, God, for us to, Lord, not forget we're in a fight, but the fight is, oh, It's full of God, blessings. We love you, Lord. We say thank you for who you are. In Jesus' name. Now listen to me. Some of you have been standing on all that you could. What you knew to stand on. And it's 
has done anything but win. You have failed in your stand. Listen to me. I believe you need Jesus if you don't already have. And there's some of you out there that have, 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 have really tried God in the beginning, but you, you've lost your way. You need to rededicate your life. Let me say this. All you have to do, really, is repent and pursue God. I said, all you have to do is repent and, and pursue God. If you've never given your life to Christ, it's time to give your life to Christ and become a follower. Become one that's a believer in what the Word of God has said. Paul was saying to Timothy, I have spoken and you have heard. Now it's time to allow the Word to cleanse and protect. But most of all, allow the Word to put you in a place where not only are you receiving, but you're giving as well. And I want to give you that opportunity right now, whether you need to rededicate your life or whether you need to say, this is time, the time is now. I don't want to leave <laughs> this life without you, Jesus. So right now, bow your head. And would you repeat after me? Say, Lord Jesus, today, today I want to ask you to forgive me of my sins. Today, I've heard the word, and I know it's through Jesus. And I know that Jesus died on the cross for my sins. And he rose on the third day for me. And if I would ask him to come in my heart, he would do just that. And I'm saying, Jesus, come into my heart. Make me whole. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you pray that prayer, your sins are forgiven. If you pray that prayer, your life has been rededicated to Jesus. If you pray that prayer, know this, that heaven rejoice. Heaven rejoice. Heaven rejoice. Welcome to the body of Christ. Oh, we love you. We thank God for you. And we're going to be praying and believing God for you. Uh, let this weekend, let as this weekend unfold, let's celebrate those that have given the ultimate sacrifice. But let us also create an atmosphere and environment to be with those that were part of the lost or those that right now in need of Jesus. Oh, allow this weekend. Not to be one that we get drunk out of our minds or, 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 or just, I mean, party, but allow this time to be a time where we're looking for what we can do as a result of our salvation with Jesus. Let's pray as we close. Father, right now we say thank you for this day that you have made. And Lord, we're going to rejoice and we're going to remember those that, Lord, have given, have given their ultimate Given the ultimate sacrifice, their life. Lord, I pray for the survivors. I pray for the ones that right now, Lord, on this day, Lord, there's memories, there's reflection, there's times that, Lord, represents, oh, sad. Represents loss. 
Lord, I pray right now you bring comfort right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we lift up our president before you. We lift up God, his family. Lord, we lift up the military men and women, God, that serve these United States Armed Forces, God. Touch those that are in harm with God. Be with them. Lead. God, put your hand of protection around them right now, God. Lord, we lift up God right now. Our first responders and all those, Lord, that have been so, God, inundated by what this virus has created. And Lord, I thank you right now for South Dakota and what we represent in kingdom. Thank you for our vision. Thank you for the mission you've given us, God. Lord, we love you. We say thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, blessings. We love you. We love you. And we're praying for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us. If you would like to find out more information about our church, give online, or just stay connected throughout the week, visit us on the web by clicking the link in the description. We look forward to being with you next week.